Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, they most certainly are. Smart Money came in late on Michigan, and it was spot on. Dominant start on the ground, pass rush that left Michael Penix Jr. rattled, and the Wolverines captured their first title in more than a quarter century. Welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube, and follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the program today, Frank Schwab with Yahoo Sports will share his insights into Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. And then at 11 o'clock Eastern Time, Sammy P. from Nesson has his favorite NFL bets and beyond. But first, anyone who refuses to acknowledge Michigan as the national champion should be thrown in jail. This was a dominant performance as they knock off Washington 34-13. to They cover the minus five and a half. This game goes under 56. Donovan Edwards, a bet I didn't have to sweat for very long. He goes over his rushing total. Aaron, you and I were both on the first half under. That cash, though that was mighty close. Blake Corum did get multiple touchdowns, Get did get there in there just late. Uh, but Joe, as far as this game is concerned, and maybe even the stature of the Michigan football program, what do we need to know? I'm sure that Michigan fans love the fact that Chris Fowler made sure to get that in there, even though he's saying it's up for you to decide the final call forever and maybe the greatest moment in Michigan football fans' lives includes the cheating mention. You know what I mean? Like that's going to live forever. So that was very sly by Mr. Fowler there while, you know, trying to please the other side. Yeah. I mean, domination, uh, it was what a lot of people expected. It was probably not all that shocking. Um, maybe what was shocking, that Washington's game plan wasn't going in and saying their identity is to run the ball. They're <laughs> going to try and kick our ass. That's the weakness of our team. Maybe we should make sure that we do everything we possibly can to stop the run. They did not. They gave up 303 rushing yards, outrushed by 257 last night. And the best running back on Michigan ends up winning the MVP award, which I'm not sure he should have, but he wasn't the one that hurt him early. It's like, Aaron, you blink, it's 14-3. to And I don't know about you guys, but then and there, even though it became a one-score game later, when it was 14-3, to I said, ball game. It's curtains like it became kind of background uh to me because we knew where that game was going the rest of the way and it was and it did yeah i wanted to turn it off after the first quarter i was like what yeah. <laughs> is this michael oh, Penix? arguably was that the worst game of the season he yep. waited mm-hmm. all year long for that like it was horrible <laughs> they looked lost offensively and you mentioned it defensively no one would have been shocked everywhere you look oh michigan runs the ball they're gonna run the ball and it's just like yeah. you watch that first quarter and you're like oh no oh no this is not gonna be good like i don't even know how they could flip a switch and climb out of that after what i saw in the first quarter it was horrible the number one offense just had nothing to throw at michigan 
super disappointing. I don't know if he was nervous or if they were just unprepared or what was going on, but uh, that offense just looked awful from the Huskies. I feel bad for my Huskies fans. I haven't even talked to them who actually flew to Houston to watch that because I oh, can't boy. imagine what kind of mood you'd be in flying back home. I don't want to be on that flight. That's for sure. Hopefully they're not taking out on uh, flight attendants. And then we've got viral videos everywhere in terms of All the alcohol will be Beth. sold out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, that's not going to be a good look at all. So hopefully yeah. that's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, no. don't you, don't you think for Washington fans though, like I don't really feel bad for them. It was about getting there. Like that's how I looked at it. Like this, they're going to look at this yeah. year as, as the greatest They were probably year. nervous. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they were probably they nervous anyway. Yeah, heading into that matchup, just that experience and getting to the championship, which nobody expected. I I feel that would be a win for Huskies fans. But yeah, yeah I think in terms of like preseason expectations, like Michigan was hoping to win the national championship. I don't think we were saying that about, I mean, heck, like Washington's win total is what, nine, nine and a half, some, something like that. And we were debating if they were better or worse than Oregon, if a Pac-12 team could even make the college football playoff. So in terms of preseason mm-hmm. expectations, Washington more than exceeded theirs. For Michigan, it was, you know, at a very minimum, win a playoff game, which they hadn't done, but then also win the Natty, and they did just that. So I think that makes a lot of sense. But Aaron, to your point about why why Washington just looked so bad for so long, I think they were just out physical. I think Michigan was just the mm-hmm, more yep. dominant, athletic kind of team. You look at that Michigan pass rush, and they were confusing Penix. They were taking yeah. them down. They were taking away those first reads, et cetera, et cetera. And that is a big problem when you've got someone who needs a little bit of time to step up and throw deep. I mean, there were a couple of times during the broadcast when they rightfully pointed out guys who were wide open 20, 30 yards down the field, and Penix just <laughs> couldn't get to that receiver because he was under duress the whole time. This offensive line, I think the, the right tackle, right guard, I mean, they were doing nothing for him. Like, his blind side just didn't have any protection whatsoever, and this is one of the key points. They needed pass protection for Penix to have any chance, and they didn't have that. And as far as, like, why this matters from a betting perspective, maybe I'm having a little bit of, uh, you know, fond memories of last year's natty between Georgia and TCU. But I do wonder, if you're going into a playoff game of some kind, and you know one team is going to be more physical than the other to where the other team is going to have to use trickery or finesse or something like that, if it's just not there, then there is a path for a blowout. And I wonder if maybe we need to be taking alternate spreads more seriously if we go into a game knowing that one team is going to be more physical than the other. Yeah, no, it's certainly a fair point. And honestly, like Michigan should have won by more the way they dominated mm-hmm. that game. Like, I, I don't think there's any way to deny that. And then, yeah, yeah, you're right, man. Like, don't you have to go into that game saying, okay, hey, if McCarthy beats us, McCarthy beats us. I'll take that shot. But Corum, Ed, they're not going to beat us. We can't have right. that. that. I mean, that would be my mentality if I'm watching going into that game. And that was clearly uh, not the case. He doesn't scare me. And, Aaron, I don't even – I don't. I don't even think that was Penix's worst game. Like it was one of the bad ones, but he also yeah had another there were interception game. Yeah, there was like a two game stretch where he was awful. There was another game he completed less than fifty percent. He was just above fifty percent last night. So um, yeah, yeah, you know, watching that game last night, I, I it's going to be fascinating. The next big thing after you know the Super Bowl, just football wise, involving college players. 
uh, will be the draft. And these are two quarterbacks that are going to be talked about a lot. Where are they going to fall? I would have no interest in taking either of them in the first round. The question is, when do they go after that? I agree. I mean, I still think Penix is better than McCarthy, but I think Michigan has smarter coaches and smarter players and probably more athleticism as well. And that's the problem. Like they outsmarted Washington in Washington. It's just disappointing. I think the coaches let him down as well. Like you were saying, Joe, about the game plan, like you don't try to stop those running backs. And if you think, you know, you try to force J.J. McCarthy to have to throw more. It's just, like, mind-boggling to me. And also, one point I wanted to bring up. When I saw John Harbaugh surprise Jim, then I really mm-hmm. knew it was over. <laughs> I was oh, like, man. I, I forget it, you know. He's got, got it better than us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jim, who's got it better than us? Nobody. God, That's man. cute. That's adorable. Yeah. No, it's I, not. You know, at all. He's it's going to vomit, right. just like the Lions will this weekend. There you go. <laughs> uh, you know, when it comes to these quarterbacks, like, okay, with Penix, like, he is a lefty, so you do have to kind of redo an offensive line, and that might be a knock against him just in terms of his overall draft prospects. But with McCarthy, Benjamin Robinson, friend of the show, thinks there's a very valid argument for him to return to Michigan next season. Do you buy that? Uh, yes. I absolutely mm. do. Yeah, in this class. So it's interesting. Like, um, I think we spent, like a lot of people, much of the college football season saying, man, this is an awesome class. There are a lot of teams looking for a quarterback. It's going to be fascinating, the kind of information that comes out. Because this NFL season, the quarterback play has been pathetic, right? And part of the reason is because of all the backups and third and fourth stringers that we've seen, but there are a lot of teams. Oh, I don't know. Maybe half the league looking for a quarterback. So how many are going to reach in those first couple of rounds? Or do you wait and you say, you know what? This class is stronger than what we're going to see a year from now. Um, and people are saying it's it's about the big uglies and it's about a run game. And that's why you've had some success, JJ. And you know what? You're a champion, man. You're, you're going to make a lot of NIL money over the, the next year or so maybe it's better for you to develop another season i think that is quite valid and that's a real consideration and after the top three guys which may end up being the top three picks i wonder if guys do consider that like hey if i'm not first round why not why not stay but it could I think it could also go the other way with McCarthy because this Michigan team has been good for a while. How many returning Mm -hmm. players are they going to have? And if Harbaugh leaves, how good is this program going to be? And if they fall off a little bit, that could hurt McCarthy's stock. And even like Caleb Williams, uh, after he won the Heisman, I don't know, maybe you could make the argument he wasn't as good last year. Uh, So he could get exposed too, even more. If JJ... Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, if he if he's getting any first round love, you go this year because, like Aaron, like you just said, you're probably losing Jim Harbaugh, and maybe that makes a decision for you. That dude is not an NFL quarterback. I'm sorry, maybe he's a Hell clear backup, no. which is fine. But if you're getting told you're going to go in the first round this year, you go and you don't look back. But because but he's not being I, told. like I think his. Yeah, well, he shouldn't be. Like, right. I, but I just don't know. Regardless, <laughs> that his stock won't be higher than it is this year. You're going to lose Harbaugh, and I just don't know that you're not going to win a title next year. And are you going to throw – are you all all of a sudden going to be like 
picking defenses apart? I don't think so. I just don't know that his draft stock will ever be any higher. So if like That's early fair. second, See, I mean, I if you're with late that. first, early second, yeah, you could like from a talent and development standpoint, the smart move is to go back. Hundred percent right. agree. I just don't know from a draft stock perspective if his draft stock will ever be any higher. The reason why I disagree with that last part is just is sample size more than anything else. Like he didn't pass the ball much at all all season. Are part they of it change wasn't. It, I mean, it, at least you got to put more sucks. things out there to where you're a little bit more reliable. Like right now, he's a massive unknown, <laughs> and I don't think teams want to put in a first round pick on somebody who you know just doesn't pass the ball that much. Like, yeah, he's a great runner, that's fine, but you need an offense that's kind of tailored to his skill set, and there aren't that many out there right now. Uh, you know, sans like the Falcons or someone like that, but you know they're not going to use McCarthy's number eight overall. At least I wouldn't think so. Uh, but I I do believe though that if he can sort of prove that he can pass like even short passes with some kind of consistency, then I think his draft stock can go up regardless of how well or poorly Michigan does in terms of a team quality perspective next season. I don't know, man. I'm And look, I would not take him in the first round. I probably wouldn't take him in the second round, but I'm seeing yeah. a lot of reputable outlets that are really good at this, that have been accurate in the past. They have him as the fourth best quarterback in the draft. And if you're the fourth best quarterback in this draft, you're going in the first round. I wouldn't take them, but it takes one dumb team. <laughs> Plenty of those. And there's a there's yeah. a few. Yeah. yeah, there's a few out I'm looking there. at I'm looking at one right now that has uh, McCarthy going to the Giants at five. Like, oh wow! Oh, perfect yeah. spot. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree, Paul. I get right. your, I get your point. If it happens, then A, that's a dumb team, no doubt about it. Uh, but B, then yeah, he needs to go and that's fine. But I do wonder, like, in terms of other mocks and things like that, I think there's just a wide variance of opinions because that yeah. sample size is so small to where, yes, some folks do believe he'll be taken early because he's a winner. I mean, what was it? Stetson Bennett, like, has no NFL skills whatsoever and he was still taken in the fourth round because he's a winner. Sometimes teams look into that a little bit too much where they win the interview process or things like that. No doubt McCarthy will. Certainly he, he knows how to, you know, create some buzz for himself on the PR side. But still, though, I, I, I hope he returns one more year because I'd like to see what he actually can be instead would, of him being a bus and we throw him away. Would you rather take Penix or McCarthy? Penix, no, no doubt. Penix, yeah. would you put Bo, Bo Nix above Wolf? Oh, boy. Mm. Bo Nix is older. Uh, I mean, Penix is older than sure. all of them, but I, I mean, I'd probably go Penix. Penix I mean, these, are the, con- Penix, these are the conversations in that four through six range after those top three guys. Absolutely. Yeah. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, the latest line moves for Wild Card Weekend. That's coming up on the BetQL Network.